0: To tell all your friends about me. What are you? I'm Batman. It's not college basketball. It's Clarissa! <laughs> Let's get ready to run ball! Fear the fires into the rare. It's my nice and only know how to wear. There it is. Ladies and gentlemen, it is just another Friday night. CM Chuck, Adam and Tim Adam. We're here in the building. Double A. Ah, hey, good evening, Friday nighters. Good to be back again. Sorry about that. I was drinking my beer. <laughs> <laughs> I know how that goes. We downed a couple of dose keys here yes, before the show gets started. Just to get us in the mood. The Friday night. Great vibes. Friday night. Oh yeah, man. Always, always, always a great Friday night. Um Another just, uh, you know, we can't say enough how fantastic every week is. We had some really exciting stuff yeah. happen this week, and we just can't wait to tell you guys about it. We're going to get right into it. Double A, Adrenalize Me, what happened this week in the world of social media for the Just Another Friday Night podcast?
1: All right, so we got a few likes, and you know, as usual, some yeah. pretty nice ones for us. Uh, we got a... Wrestling legend, the homicidal, genocidal, suicidal, Sabu, like ECW original. Yes, sir. <laughs> Sabu.
0: I man. was pretty damn
1: cool, man. Yeah. Sabu. Yeah, um, love him. Love him. Yeah. We got Adam Kubert. He did some uh work for Larry Hamill with Wolverine, mm-hmm. the Wolverine series. He did that famous Wolverine where he's on the bar, and Juggernaut yes. is just standing there just
0: we overpowering before. it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you just see a hulking Juggernaut, but you also <laughs> yeah. see a very jacked wolverine. Yeah. If you want to see Wolverine drawn in a way that you just can't yeah. forget, uh, look at um you know Kubert's art. Yeah. his brother also magnificent. Art. The whole Andy, family and yeah, their dad. Joe, yeah, yeah the Kubert family yeah. art is just
1: uh it, yeah, great, right,
0: right. yeah. Um he also
1: did the Batman versus Predator uh crossover uh and he did the onslaught storyline that came out in the 90s yes, so that. some great work for from adam Kuber. Yeah. uh we got publisher comic publisher idw uh very cool thank you guys they've done uh gi joe they introduced us to 30 days of night that's right yeah that's right yeah, yeah. and then uh transformers so thank you guys yeah
0: love idw man mm-hmm. great stuff from them. great
1: great stuff uh we got uh ron mars who I, we think before but i i feel Kind of stupid saying this. Uh, I did not know he was a writer for that classic Star Wars Tales issue 9. Right. And that one, that one's the fan the uh, battle, Darth Maul versus Darth Vader. Oh, man. Uh, big issue. That, it was yeah. fucking hard to find when that issue came out. So. I think the
0: cover you have, is like it's almost done like a boxing poster. It's a boxing fight. It's like head-to-head. Yeah. Head. yeah. I mean, that, guys, if you can – good luck. I mean, but if you can find a copy of that, Darth Maul versus Vader, hard. the fight people yeah. always wanted. There it is. And you read it, and it's, it's so – damn dope star wars tales was great because it was like a what if of star mm-hmm, wars mm-hmm. uh the stories I, mean, I think that's where you have the uh one of my favorite stories is where the the 3po that one the 3PO yeah. one, and if, and if darth vader would have gone to the light side yes and, and yes see, yes uh-huh. and he showed in, in the same armor but all white yeah hell. yeah um you know maybe we'll post a pic of that i don't yeah,
1: know yeah <laughs> yeah uh we got uh wrestling superstar ring of honor superstar and former heavyweight champion matt taven
0: uh love thank matt you taven. matt yeah, yeah we
1: me and cm have got a uh, chance to meet him super cool guy. cool guy uh gave us the belts to pose with super cool Just, even
0: in heel mode yeah he was still very nice to us to put the straps on us that yeah was cool. super cool so very thank cool. you matt
1: Taven. uh Recording artist Christopher Cross. Yeah, um, all right. Nice. <laughs> from 1980. Same. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, CM, Uh that one. Awesome. Uh, awesome. Arthur Steam from Arthur. I mean, <laughs> and that was pretty cool.
0: Yeah. 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 He's battling COVID 19. COVID. Yeah. Uh, so, so he got it,
1: but he's getting over it. So good, good. good. Best good.
0: wishes and getting yeah. better. Um Christopher yeah. Cross. Awesome. Uh, a favorite
1: for uh me and you, CM Derek Robertson. Uh, co-creator of the Boys, the Boys, which is currently on Amazon now as a TV show. Mm-hmm. Uh he also did the artwork for one of my favorite Punisher, probably my favorite Punisher story, uh The Born uh series, which details kind of like Garth Ennis's I guess it Punisher's origin, which has like a supernatural twist to it, but very yeah. cool story. It's set during Vietnam, I believe, Sam.
0: Yes, that's correct. Yeah. Vietnam, Frank Castle is a Vietnam veteran. Uh very haunting very, story. Uh probably the best uh one of like the Frank Castle pre-Punisher yeah. stories. Yeah. Um, you know what I think we should set here and now, we need to chop that one up. You Big know, time. Maybe yeah. we'll do it around you know, Memorial Day or Veterans Day. Yeah, you know, we'll
1: folks. Be- uh, if there's one Punisher, I would recommend for you i mean the whole garth ennis run is great but
0: i would suggest born you know yeah the frank castle story we all yes. know it whatever the family gun down crossfire but if you want to get into frank castle you want to get it back straight, yeah oh my before, goodness the yeah. man that the man that was leading up to yeah. almost fate that was going to become the punisher and uh all garth ennis punisher is in my opinion the definitive punisher mm-hmm. that's awesome so awesome yeah.
1: cool very cool man uh cm we got two pretty giants in the big giants in the comic world um uh, brian michael Bendis, which we had Oof. some uh back and forth with yes uh so that was super cool thank Love you we are fans of daredevil he's, he's ending his run on superman from what i understand so uh he's in dc right now but he's done you know the ultimate, ultimate storyline yeah. created
0: miles morales yeah. Yeah. yeah
1: there you go miles uh chris claremont i mean godly the godfather of x-men yep uh and every damn story you can think of is because of this man. So, I had
0: the distinct honor of meeting uh Chris Claremont at the uh Houston uh, that's right. uh, uh the pl- Comic, comic Palooza. Palooza. Yeah. And uh just a very nice, lovely, wonderful gentleman signed so many books for me. Uh his one of his most famous stories, uh, which we, you know, borrowed the title from for ours, uh are yeah. our, our uh, one of our recent episodes. But uh um the X Men story that X Two is based on. God kills, man loves.
1: God kills, man loves. Yeah, that's right. Or I'm um, sorry. Yeah, uh, yeah. God loves, man kills. God loves, I'm man sorry, kills. I'm sorry, yeah. yeah. Too, <laughs> much, beer, too yeah, much Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> uh, so uh, what was kind of cool about this one, uh, CM, was that uh, he had posted like a pic of like a nature picture, uh-huh. and I kind of said, "Hey, man, that looks like a pretty cool place uh, where Wolverine <laughs> would chill out, right?" And he kind of gave us some uh, a little. Hint. Oh, what, remember what's to right. come. Uh
0: Things to come. He's yeah, he on told he told
1: me and CM. He guys will look for. Um, he said uh, a guy named Salva mm-hmm. is writing a uh, Logan, uh Kitty Pride story, and it has something to do with that picture. I, hey, uh, and he drew like a, he gave us like a whole bunch of emojis. Like, oh shit, I just. Said something I wasn't supposed to. do. a yeah, little,
0: little <laughs> bit of a little bit of some breaking news right so, there. So I don't know
1: uh, for you hardcore comic guys, uh, look out for a
0: Wolverine Kitty Pryde story. Yeah, uh, Wolverine Shadowcat. That's always cool. Wolverine yeah. always has good stories when it comes to him. He, and like, he a wrote series. a
1: really badass four part series of just them two. Okay, yeah, okay. so awesome. So he, I mean, for us to for him to give us that, that was pretty damn cool. And last but not least, maybe because this was from our, our last week's topic, Ahmad. Ahmed Best, mm-hmm. uh, like going where it tweets, too. Uh, he plays Jar Jar Binks, Jar Binks in the Binks. trilogy, the infamous Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> uh, he is doing currently a YouTube series called uh, Jedi Temple Challenge Jedi right? Temple Challenge on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. I think Check it's it couple out, couple guys. Uh, from what I see on Twitter, it's it's a pretty badass series.
0: You know, when he announced on his Twitter, I got to read this, and uh, sorry, we started to follow him. The podcast mm-hmm. follows Ahmed Best because, uh, you know what? That shit was unfair. Yeah. And you know what? Promoted the man's now a Jedi, and we're happy yeah. for him. And we wish him the best of luck with the show. Yes. I want to watch it because I think it's kids doing challenges, yeah. almost like a double there, so yeah. but Jedi way. So that's awesome, right? Now, remember, remember, it's on YouTube, guys. Uh, Jedi Temple Challenge, Jedi Temple Challenge, very cool. Um, uh, we got a little bit of a uh, quick news we want yeah. to mention. Uh, really sad. Uh, today was the passing of uh, superstar uh, artist Denny O'Neill. Um, yeah, a giant, uh,
1: giant writer, editor,
0: writer, um. Yeah.
1: I mean, he he kind of reinvented Batman again in the seventies, uh, making him kind of the Dark Knight that afterwards everyone started kind of uh, adding layers on top of that. Mm-hmm. He kind of took away the Adam West kind of style, the you know the kind of corny stuff. Gotcha. And he made him a detective again. He created Ra's al Ghul, Talia al Ghul. He created John Stewart for uh, the Green Lantern of wow. Earth. So uh, giant, complete giant. Uh, I had the pleasure of meeting him at Alamo City. Uh, awesome guy. He didn't charge anything for signing. Um, awesome. it A true giant that lost. He was editor both at Marvel and DC. So very it was cool. a very, very cool. big loss.
0: And if I said artist and I meant to say writer, I apologize. I would, I would say this, that writing itself is an art. So <laughs> yeah. I, will, yeah. I will agree with that. And so yeah. rest in peace to him, Daniel. Yeah. Thank you for all your contributions to the yeah. comic book world. Uh, amazing, amazing stuff. Um Another big uh, kind of news, we mentioned Miles Morales earlier, mm-hmm. Brian Michael Bendis, but the announcement of PS5 coming out is a huge thing. Yeah. looks pretty fucking amazing it looks great really yeah, yeah, amazing yeah yeah amazing (laughs) and they announced right then they dropped that big news and they tell you guess what The one of the first games i guess coming out or the first game spider-man miles morales yeah
1: i mean uh the spider-verse uh did wonders for that character and they're working on spider-verse 2 and and, uh which is Consider like the best Spider-Man movie.
0: I'm at the very tail end of the first game, which I may have mentioned in a previous episode. Uh, whenever I, I'm actually literally mm-hmm. holding off Double A on finishing it because I love it so much. It's okay. such an amazing looking game. I'm playing it on PS4. Well, it's only on PS4. Uh, beautiful. Uh, and the Miles Morales comes out a lot in there. And you get uh, some okay. little, I don't want to spoil it, but you get a little, you know, it's leading into that. And I guess yeah. they went right it. Okay. They went okay. right, you know, past Parker and right into uh, the Miles, Miles Morales. Story, okay. So I can't wait to play it. Cool. Um you know which kind of leads me to one other thing. I got to see uh the spider verse uh, with my nephew, who's actually named after Big Blue himself, Kalel. Yeah, yeah. And he is turning the big seven tomorrow. Nice. So I would like to wish my nice. nephew Kalel a very happy birthday. Happy Kal-El. birthday, Cal. Mm-hmm. And uh, can't wait to celebrate that with you. Um, one more thing really cool that okay. happened is that this weekend I got to talk to you, our favorite man in comics. Uh, Mr. Mario Delgado, uh, he's located uh, at uh, Trader's Village here in mm-hmm. San Antonio, Texas. Uh, his store is called Authority, Authority Comics. Comics. Yeah. Um, if you guys want some premium kick-ass books, Ooh, I mean, yeah. the guy has anything that you're looking for, graded, ungraded. Yeah. I mean, uh, hit him up. It's at SPR m-a-r-i-o-7-2 at gmail.com so it's pretty much super mario 72 yeah. at gmail.com but again the super is just spr uh high grade books quality stuff if you're yeah. a comic fan yeah. if you want to order he, i think he ships international uh mm-hmm. he'll meet people places this man has done amazing things in san antonio for over 20 years in the comic book business and uh, we got some really exciting things that we can't say, talk about just yet coming up that uh, just another Friday night and uh, very a, exciting, a first for it. us. So. Yeah, a big first. And it's going to be something really cool for you guys, yeah. to the listeners. There's going to be some things in there for you guys uh, to uh, take a, take home, hopefully. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, we're going to get back with y'all more on yeah, that. Yeah, just watch out for that. Watch out for our updates. Awesome, awesome. Okay, uh, Adam, so... What have we got on deck today? The big topic for today is...
1: Okay, so we got uh, the Django Zorro crossover, which is the
0: official sequel to Django Unchained by Quentin Tarantino. I We mentioned this on our mm-hmm. Tarantino episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, didn't know why I hadn't read it. <laughs> Ordered it on Amazon. Uh, guys, they're hardcover. Very beautiful. is right here in beautiful. front of me. I'm looking at it uh from dynamite vertigo yeah oh, um, great pairing yeah yeah great pairing they did some zorro stuff mm-hmm. previously. dynamite yes has dynamite yes. did, and um vertigo i'm not really sure how their involvement goes but you know i don't know either we're uh, happy to they're yeah. there i love the it. vertical story uh yeah imprint so awesome and um they put this book out and it's been out and I just got it and read it, and I just kept gushing about it to you. You ordered it. Yeah, I ordered
1: it almost right away after you told me about it. And blew,
0: and blew past me in reading it. I'm like, oh, <laughs> damn, I got to catch up to you. So I catch up, and we're both just like, oh, man, it's such a bad yeah. story. And I think it made me, uh, you know we just both happened to read it, loved it. It's something we both just read, mm-hmm. and we said, dude, let's talk about it because this is a great book, great characters yeah, that it, we love. It's like two of our
1: favorite characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know you're a huge Django fan. I'm a huge yeah. Zoro fan. Always have been so. uh This was like almost like a nerd's wet dream here. Yeah, absolutely. Us. Movies, uh movie guys' wet dream, comic words wet dream, comic book guy, you know, wet dream. So uh super awesome. And Tarantino is the writer, mm-hmm. which is also a big factor into getting it. it. I mean, and when you read it, you can actually—it's it, totally, his dialogue.
0: <laughs> totally, totally Tarantino. I mean, and you can hear what's cool is like you know you know jango you know jamie fox so Mm -hmm. it's like you already hear his voice you know when he's reading those parts Mm -hmm. so it's you know that's one of the things i like about when Mm -hmm. you read stuff like this or whatever um so that's awesome um but let's give you guys a little bit of background so um you know Django unchained is the movie that comes out in 2012 Mm -hmm. from quentin tarantino starring jamie fox christoph waltz Carrie uh, Washington, mm-hmm. Samuel L. Jackson, Leonardo DiCaprio—I yeah. mean, a literal who's who of the cast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure you guys have probably seen it. It was—I uh, think—nominated for awards. It did, yeah, about um, two or three of them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's a fucking fun, yeah. kick-ass western movie. Mm-hmm. Tarantino injects modern music in there as well. Uh, makes a guest appearance himself. You know yeah. what I mean? As yeah, he sometimes sure does. does. Yeah. And uh, you know, you've got. Um, Bruce Dern in there. Yeah, I mean Bruce it's Dern. just an that's awesome right. story of the slave Django, a man that's just, you know, well, pretty much a slave. You know what yeah. I mean? Is in love with a woman. uh Brumhilda. Brumhilda, uh von Shaft, <laughs> yeah. Um and uh he runs across the past with a man who uh is Right there with the bride is probably my one and two, sometimes two and ones, back and forth. My favorite Tarantino character, uh, Dr. King Schultz. Uh, somewhere in Texas.
1: They meet somewhere in Texas. Somewhere in Texas. <laughs> we hope.
0: Maybe San Antonio. Maybe around there. We don't know. But um, they meet there. And then off the story goes mm-hmm. of Django. And he becomes, mm-hmm. well, unchained, as the movie says. Yeah, and bounty hunter. Um all over, yeah. They crossed mm-hmm. paths with, you know, Leonardo, Calvin Candy. I mean, we really get to see Jamie Foxx, like, just make this character so Come alive. badass. Yeah. yeah, I'm so uh enamored with it. My phone ringer is the Django <laughs> <That's> music. <right. laughs> I've got, like, three different Django <laughs> music. They came free with the Django app when the movie came out, and I've always had them for years nice. now. As my, well, I guess since 20, uh, 2012, as my damn ringtones on my phone because I just love that movie so much. And again, I know we talked about it in the Tarantino episode, not to rehash that, but uh, just how many fantastic performances yeah. are layered on each other. Yeah. You know? uh,
1: what TMA here is just
0: doing is just giving you a background of the character himself. So, yeah. So, again, that's you know, um, Django is this, you know, slave that becomes mm-hmm. freed, becomes a bounty hunter from his time learning with uh, Dr. King Schultz. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, pretty much what you know the events of Django and Chained. You know, if you've seen the movie, you know what happens there, whatever. But this is after that. And yes. Django is out back bounty hunting. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He says that um, you know, and, and spoiler alert, guys, we're gonna talk yeah, spoilers, in depth please. about the yeah. book. So uh yeah. while we want you to read it, and we want you to enjoy it. We are gonna go over things uh that that obviously happened in the story because we're mm-hmm. breaking it down, so uh be prepared. Um, but um you know, it's still going to be worth your reading time. Yes, so it don't is. Don't worry about yeah. that. But, um yeah, pretty much you learn that uh, Django's got to be out back bounty hunting. Uh,
1: um So, yeah. So, like, uh, earlier in the story, so after he gets uh, Broomhilda, they, they go to live in Philadelphia, I believe. That's what he says. Right? And um I guess he kind of – he just wants money. He just wants uh, – he wants money. He wants to make money. He wants to buy some property. Mm -hmm. So they can like farm. I I think that's what he says. Yeah. And so he goes to the Southwest, the American Southwest to continue his bounty hunting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so that's where this kind of story, that's his whole reason of going back to bounty hunting.
0: Yeah. And shortly, shortly, well, right away and shortly into the story, you get it. He runs across a man in a carriage Mm -hmm. and that man is Don Diego. De la Vega. Vega, A man whose name. is Zorro. Yeah. A very famous, uh, you know, very famous name in the world of Zorro. Uh, Adam, tell us a little bit about the history of Zorro and okay. where Zorro comes So Zorro, Zorro, yeah, Zoro's like one of my favorite characters.
1: First off, he has a Spanish-Mexican background, mm-hmm. uh, super rare. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, really, you don't. It's the only one. <laughs> yeah. Um, he was created in 1919, uh, in his first appearance is called The Curse of the Capistrano. Um, he is a don of from a well-off family. Um, they send him off to Spain so he can learn military training, mm-hmm. becomes a. Badass fencing uh, guy I mean he's a devil with a blade
0: yeah
1: um, his father calls him back says hey man uh, there's this corrupt uh, um, you know ruler new mayor whatever right, right. Um, he calls him back um, so he fights them he fights the Spanish uh, he fights the oppressed because I mean they're just raising the taxes the usual raising the taxes on the poor mm-hmm. taking the fam- you know taking money taking farms everything. And he becomes a protector in California. Uh, this is under Spanish rule right. uh, during this time. Um, it's very neat because he's also the inspiration for Batman, yeah. um, from you know the do- the dual personality from the on black to uh, when he portrays uh, himself, Don Diego. He comes off as effeminate, uh, <laughs> yeah. like he doesn't care about anything, much like Bruce Wayne. In that persona, when he's like, you know, doesn't really give a fuck about the the business, you know, (laughs) he acts like he's stupid, like he doesn't know anything. Your
0: typical rich guy, you know what I mean? Exactly. Uh, As they Um, say here, as Clinton puts it, fancy pants. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. There you go. Uh, Downright to the cave. Uh, Yeah. The cave. Yeah. The mask. Yeah. The cave. The mask. Covering the
0: eyes.
1: Yeah. That uh, he has a black uh, horse named Tornado, where, you know, Batman has the the Batmobile, Batmobile, you know. Um, The movie that. Uh, Bruce and his family leaves is the Mark of Zorro. Oh, uh, so, I mean, there's just so much. He is a big, big That's been influence. changed several
0: times, hasn't it? It has been, but yeah. it's
1: always been, like, even in Joker, it's they're leaving Zoro the feature. gay blade, but it's Zoro the gay blade, but it's still Zoro. Yeah. So right. it's that's always right. been
0: that like uh, so You have to get that he gets that inspiration. Exactly. That's awesome, so it's man. I, I mean
1: I don't, yeah, I don't know if a lot of people really realize how much of a influence it is on the Batman character, the Bruce Wayne character. Um so okay, so while it was like maybe a few years for Django, it's been obviously decades for Diego. Yeah. Uh so he's an older uh gentleman like CM was saying. Mm. So he runs into this fancy carriage, uh, which um, Django stops him, and Django is pretty much surprised how Diego really doesn't, you know, say anything bad towards him. Yeah. He doesn't look at him like he's a, you know, an African
0: American. I love the part. It's right at the start. He starts to get up front with his saddle. He says his horse died. He starts to get up front with the uh, driver, mm-hmm. and uh, he says, "No, sit back here. Yeah, with me. I want like like, to talk with yeah. you. I want to <laughs> conversation with you." And he goes, "You don't mind a black man in your carriage?" And he's like no why would i mind that and he yeah. tells him right away you remind me of a friend of mine mm-hmm. which is very cool right away it's very clear cool. like oh we know what he's talking about you know what i mean yeah so um tell me a little bit about the driver bernardo okay
1: bernardo is like his uh mute uh i guess kind of like uh i wouldn't really say bodyguard is he like, like his alfred yeah yeah there okay. you go yes okay. he's Alfred. which again yeah another yeah, yeah. Yeah. there you go uh he's mute but obviously he does anything diego needs him to do he always has tornado ready for him uh he carries on that persona as well of diego just being a don right just yeah you know so he helps him with that too you know so yeah bernardo's a big character he's always been in a lot of the zorro history um and i was kind of uh, upset about a little bit what happens to him which we'll get into in just a little bit
0: yeah yeah um give us a give me a little bit more background on zorro uh double a um you loaned me a movie. Uh yes. I got to start it, but I did not get to finish it yet. Um and it is the The Mark of Zoro. Is that the first? No. So okay. Douglas
1: Fairbanks came out with the first one. It's a silent film from okay. 1920. Okay. Uh it's good. It's a good movie. But uh the one I lent to you is called The Marco Zoro. It's from 1940 and it starts Tyrone Power. Um and it has Battle um man, I, Basil, uh I forget his name, but mm-hmm. he's the one that played Sherlock Holmes. Okay. In a lot of the movies from the 50s, he was the uh, Prince. No, he wasn't. Um, he was, he came out in the Errol Flynn Robin Hood, okay. where he fenced Errol Flynn. Okay.
0: Um,
1: so he's a, he was a big time actor, big time fencer. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that movie's really good. I think it really delves into the origins of what he is, who he is, what he represents, what he doesn't represent. Um, you know, the whole message is there in that movie. It's got a, very great fight scene, uh, sword fight in there. I would highly recommend it. Even if just go to YouTube and just put the fencing scene, scene, and yeah. man, it's a hellacious fight. It's it's a very great fight for 1940 awesome you know awesome. so yeah
0: I, as far as i got i was really enjoying it and getting into it um and i wanted to see how it tied into the mythos of Zorro yeah. as we get to him in this older version in yeah the, uh it's yeah. just called Django zoro and it says on the right here on the cover of the official sequel to Django and chain um yeah. but um yeah i wanted to get a little bit of that that background. yeah but
1: in here diego's already you know he's he's reaching maybe his 50s 60s here still in great shape um And, uh, like, again, they're going to the American Southwest because, obviously, he found out about some slavery issues, which he makes a proposal to Django to be his bodyguard.
0: Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right away, we find out uh, they get accosted by some... bandits, I guess you could say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh Django pretty much reveals to uh you know Don Diego, he says, Oh well, I, I kind of used yeah. his bait, you know what I mean? And uh, he, you know because um, he was
1: actually hunting those guys.
0: Right. And Don Django Diego, was actually hunting them. Yeah. And Don Diego gets to see uh how Django handles himself. Yeah. Uh handy with the steel as yes. they say in uh yeah. in uh um young guns and definitely <laughs> we know that Django is, is most certainly that. So he uh, handles that up, and I think right away Don Diego sees, "Hey, this guy's an asset, man." You know what I mean? But also,
1: yeah, someone that moves fast like he was Mm -hmm. at one point, Mm -hmm. uh, deadly. You know, so fighting for a cause. You know, so yeah,
0: yeah. And right away, Django starts to kind of get a little bit suspect, and he's Mm -hmm. kind of like tells him, "You know, you don't, you know, all right, you don't strike me as a man that would need a bodyguard, things like that." And and the story starts to develop. To develop, we run across. uh, they get to where they're going. Yes. And there's a primary villain there. Yeah,
1: so the villain in this story, so apparently he has his site site and like in Arizona. Uh and so he goes about for I think a good decade of making this little girl, his his son befriends a little girl, and he starts making like all these false uh letters saying how her family owns this. Uh, plot of land yeah and i mean he goes a great length he goes overseas he becomes a monk
0: yeah uh, for like 10 to, years yes to
1: I fill think. out to make sure he gets into the records of mm-hmm. all this land holding and uh certificates and all this stuff and so by the time he gets back she's about i would say maybe 16 17 yeah. probably um he sent her and his son to this very um well schooled uh, I guess like a school where mm-hmm. you kind of teach them like the manners of how to speak, right? right, right. Uh, speak English. A boarding like, type school. A boarding, yes. Yeah. Yes. There you go. Um, so pretty much along the way, it's like they don't know that he's kind of grooming them. Um, and then when it's time for him to come back, he marries her. Yeah. And he provides uh, the officials with all these certificates, That's, letters, yeah. same how she owns this, she owns that, um, you know, that. Since he's her husband, that he's owner of this land, so he made himself really wealthy off these fake um, documents,
0: um, and, and he's just put himself in this crazy position of power. And he starts to bring in these guys that he's going to use to. They're just awful guys. Yeah, uh, and one of them is a character that we from the that is, we hear about. That we hear in about. Django. Yeah. And, and who Tarantino plays, uh, one of his guys from the LeQuint Dickey Mining yes. Company. Yes, uh, we get to finally see Mr. LeQuint.
1: <laughs> yeah, LeQuint himself makes an appearance for uh, the railroad, I believe his property, right? Like his stuff for uh, regarding the railroad because mm-hmm. he's trying to build a train that you know, obviously will um, get more money for in Arizona, right? You know, I mean, right. it's all
0: like a rich uh cash grab you yeah know? big time cash grab and of course don diego doesn't like what's going on because yeah because
1: and, and the people that he's using too, to to yeah. do all this mining and uh building he's essentially made the native americans i believe
0: i would say native americans would you say i was wondering did you think that some of them were mexicans it looked were, like oh, it I too
1: it looked like it too pretty
0: much just impoverished people it yeah. them drinking shows yeah. them tossing a stick of dynamite around as a as a game because And and Django happens to go down there to investigate. Well, I think Don Diego sends him down. Yes, he does. Please go look into this for me. Find out more info. He goes. All right, cool. He goes to go check it out, and he's like, man, why are these people doing that? They're they're just drunk. They're playing. And one of the guys tells him, who I believe lost his foot or something. Yes, he did in the mining. Yeah, and he says, well, they don't care, man. They don't they don't care about their life anymore because they're just treated so badly. Yeah, the safety
1: hazards are just horrid. Uh, The dynamite it blows off. Uh, real quick bad
0: fuses bad fuses they lowering it, these guys into like a cavern yeah. a chasm to plant this dynamite to blow up space for them and they're not pulling them out quick enough and they lose their legs yeah, it's, it's i like, mean
1: it's horrible yeah. yeah so they're putting these people under subjugation mm-hmm. this is the first time jangle has seen anything like this where it wasn't african-american so yeah, he he's seen he's like
0: wow slavery yeah just doesn't extend to just you know black people yeah. extends beyond that which is a very interesting you know point you know what i mean in the the story and
1: obviously if you know uh zorro's story that's something that he just does not tolerate he does not tolerate slavery he hates oppressed people he hates people making money when it's not really theirs and he suspects there's something up with this guy oh yeah he suspects that this guy's not what he's saying he suspects this woman that he says his wife is not really a landowner Mm -hmm. that you know comes from this well off family so yeah so essentially he's going undercover on the upside, on the dawn side, while Django right. is getting information from the the slaves uh, and that kind of like the the underground, you know, so they're both working their shit, they're both working their magic, both getting information, absolutely, you know, and so it's
0: a pretty damn it's it it gets pretty good in the middle, so yeah, I love how um, you know. Uh, Django is kind of suspect throughout he doesn't really know because he's kind of like yeah. not really sure what to think of don diego mm-hmm. he sees him at what point handle the sword and he's kind of like you don't seem like you know like i said earlier you don't seem like you need a bodyguard and he's trying to talk to bernardo but of course bernardo can't speak yeah but you speak, know yeah. Django obviously very very sharp on the uptake is getting a lot out of bernardo without him saying anything yeah. mm-hmm. and uh i'm not really exactly sure when Zoro makes his first appearance in this story um is it at the mine he shows up when or is it later in the uh, in the, the bedroom of uh Le Quint.
1: Yeah, it's the bedroom in LaQuint. You yes. it was full on garb. Yes. Oh my goodness, and what a great part. So he just comes yeah. out, Le Quint scared as shit. He's you know, right about he, he, he just had some booze.
0: Yeah. So and I mean, there's a girl in there getting him, you know, yeah, ready for bed, putting in uh, stuff in his room and he decides he wants a little bit more than, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> bedding for the yeah. bed,
1: <laughs> which, uh, you know, the, the dudes are like, yeah, go ahead and have at him, you know? Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: So Diego Zorro comes in on black, the classic right. black gear, yeah. uh, does the three marks on it, the quint hits and the quint. tells them just fucking leave. Yeah. Don't say I don't nothing. care what you saying or mm-hmm. yeah, he just, he just tells them to leave. Yeah. Until so the dude's like, What do you mean Le Quint left? You know, the, the dude's super pissed off, yeah. you know,
0: this guy's the they call him like the whatever Archduke of Arizona yes, or something yes. like that. Yeah, this stupid title that he made he for made himself. up his own title, yeah, yeah. The, the the wife, which is the, the fake the fake heiress, um he says he names himself, and he kind of tells. Mm-hmm. She's like, Well, because she's got the title, I get a title. You know what I mean? <laughs> and of course, the son's kind of a bitch, or whatever. You know what I mean? He yeah, is. You know, well,
1: I mean, um, so we didn't really mention it, too, but like, so growing up with her, you know, they to form the bond, and obviously the dad kind of took her, and well, they get married, and you know what happens after you get married to a woman. So the oh, son's yeah. like out there, you know, he sees the lights go off, and
0: well, yeah, shit, you know,
1: that like, just took my girl.
0: Yeah, here you think he was going to come in and maybe uh, make him like a brother, or sister, or raise them both. But it's like, no, nah, I'm going to get married to you or whatever. So, right away, the asshole impression comes out. Um, but uh, yeah, so we finally get to see Zoro. You know what I mean? Django's kind of seeing things going on too. He's always kind of reaching for the gun, but doesn't really go right for it. Um, But we're going to get right back into some more Django Zorro. We come back from a quick message, guys. Thanks so much for hanging out, guys. Here with just another Friday night. Adam, Antim, Adam, and CM check, and we're back from that quick break. Um, <clears throat> so we're talking Django Zorro, double mm-hmm. um, I kind of mentioned the scene earlier where Django is at the the camp where these people are being really treated, you know, horribly. And, and um, I think I forgot to mention that this is the first time that Django sees Zorro. Zorro rides up on the horse yeah um, this is after right. the LaQuint scene um, but mm-hmm. Django rides up uh, uh, excuse me Zoro rides up on the horse and uh, kind of gives this speech pretty much tries to rally the people you know what I mean kind of mm-hmm. a, would you say that's one of his hallmarks oh yes yeah definitely that's always been his thing to kind of make him
1: feel like you can do this you don't yeah. have to be in chains rise up yeah
0: he tells them you know he, him, you know, he yeah. calls him amigos and says yes. justice justice yes. for all you know what I mean and yeah. I think uh, at this point like you know he kind of like um, swinging the sword around or whatever he's using the whip and uh, Django's seeing this and there's a couple of guys that are trying to some of the overseers are trying to get at Zoro and uh, Django helps out in the background since he's hanging out there or whatever knocks a couple of them out hits him with stuff Um so it's pretty cool or whatever yeah um, it is yeah because like, uh he hadn't been around but
1: obviously his legend was is big that people from that side from the southwest
0: right. to the west know who Zoro is and yes. what he represents, and even one of the, I believe one of the workers, uh, kind of relays this yes. to Django. He's like, "You never heard of Zoro? Yeah. Like, oh yeah. man, like he's you know." Yeah, they even have to explain that to like the archduke too. He's like, "Zorro, like who the hell is Zorro?" I think they tell him one of the over the main yeah. overseer tells him, oh, "This guy showed up or whatever." Mm. You know what I mean? And, yeah. Um, I do love that later, shortly later on. There's because you know again, Django Don Diego has yet to tell. He doesn't really tell Django yeah, outright, yeah. and I think he knows that Django is a really clever Smart. guy is gonna yeah. figure it out yeah he tells uh but uh Django tells Bernardo he says I don't know who that guy was but I uh, sure as hell recognize that horse you know <laughs> yeah. obviously he's riding um uh, t- uh Tornado, tornado right? yes
1: which uh Bernardo takes great care of
0: Yeah, and so yeah it'd be hard pressed not to
1: recognize Tornado
0: so get us a little bit into kind of what happens uh next I think we kind of go into the the probably both of our favorite issue and then again guys this is about seven issues I think, yeah right? seven, seven issues, issues yeah. so it's short beautiful art at the end we both bought the trade in hardcover uh the trade paper back up, but, but in hardcover <laughs> but yeah. uh but uh Beautiful covers by Jay yes. Lee. We posted some previously when we yes. read it on mm-hmm. our, our social media, mm-hmm. so you could see those there. But we may repost. Yeah, those we'll some probably there. repost them again. because um, yes. again, they're they're worth seeing twice, guys. Mm-hmm. Believe me, they're gorgeous, gorgeous covers. And there was a there's variants, so there was a couple yes. of different variants. And yes. uh, Jay Lee did some great work. Also Jay on Lee, the, uh, yes, Matt Mayu. Yeah. Uh the the Zoro artist Matt Wagner himself. Matt Wagner, yeah. Yes. And uh and Jay Lee also did some great stuff. It may have been this that led to that. I can't remember which came first, but the gunslinger stuff he mm-hmm. did first, Stephen mm-hmm. King. Uh they did that whole story yeah. based on the uh the Dark Tower. Um but uh yeah, so we're we're right about that part where you know Django's kind of putting it all together and and you know he figures it out. And uh but before that we get this really awesome almost like a deleted scene from oh, Django yes. unchained um yeah you know Django has been saying kind of throughout how much he likes don diego he really reminds him of a good friend of his yeah and i think he even tells uh don diego he says i had this really good friend mm-hmm. and he didn't care about color either he didn't yeah. care about things like that and he uh he remembers this story and you see like a flashback and Very there cool. he is yeah. dr king schultz yes and he pretty much tells Django. um when we get to memphis tennessee we're going to sit down and have us a a, a nice steak in the best chop house mm-hmm. called ralston's uh in memphis tennessee and i looked this up guys because i know tarantino doesn't like you know leave things out there like that i found there was a ralston steakhouse but it was in indianapolis but um i didn't find one in memphis but i don't know i know that tarantino's from tennessee originally so um although he probably considers himself a native californian now <laughs> um but um yeah, so I don't know if there's some kind of type of connection there I missed or whatever, but Django pretty much tells you know uh, King Schultz, there's no way they're gonna let me yeah. sit down with you in it's, a restaurant.
1: Yeah, it's still Tennessee. Yeah, so exactly. It's still,
0: like deep in the heart
1: of the South.
0: <laughs> yeah, so uh, what exactly happens? Double A, they go in and pretty much uh, yeah. So he
1: makes a bet. He goes like, Hey, look, if um, if you know, okay, if you lose, you gotta show me how you do the trick with the horse. Oh, you know, right. how like, yes, yeah, Fritz, where, you know, he he goes <laughs> to my house. This is my horse, Fritz, Fritz <laughs> bows, you know, so. Everyone uh, gets a laugh out of it, kind of makes you warm up to Schultz. You
0: know, yeah, yeah. So
1: they get there and obviously, you know, he's like, you know, we're going to, we're going to go eat in here. Um, the owners come, fuck if you, fuck if you are, you know, uh-huh. you're not going to come in bringing <laughs> him, referring to Django and um, Schultz pulls out this slip says you're the man that we're hunting but i will let this pass if you serve me and my friend here your two finest drinks and your finest steaks yeah yeah so yeah classic
0: like it's a
1: great scene uh i'm not doing it justice but it's a great scene it's almost like if it's a deleted scene from tarantino the language to like the dialogue that uh king schultz is saying you can read it like tarantino you can hear Christopher Christoph Waltz, Waltz. Yeah, his voice he, he coming totally out. Is. Uh the drawings too, they kind of really perfect mm-hmm. uh his movements and everything. So yeah. it was a great uh kind of like emotional scene. It's it's a Henry great wise, scene. Yeah, Henry because wise. obviously throughout this whole series, um Django still fondly, fondly remembers King Schultz. Yeah, how he just never looked down on him, he never talked down to him, he treated him like an equal for everything from the bounties to just yeah. talking to him one-on-one. Um, just great respect for Django.
0: It's the man that set him free. You know what I mean? Exactly. And so, um, so yeah. and I, I think mean, he just
1: re- fondly remembers King Schultz. And it, I like how Tarantino
0: puts that throughout the whole series. Right. Yeah. And I, I also like that, um, you know, uh, he sees a lot of Schultz in in Don Diego, and yeah. there's a really great. Uh, and, and I felt to mention this because there's a really great introduction by Tarantino. Yeah, there which, is. When you're reading the introduction, yeah. as I do as a Tarantino fan, you're also reading it in Tarantino's voice. Because yeah, you are. You've yeah. seen enough interviews to know how he sounds, yeah. and he talks specifically about the movie that we talked about for the that you loaned to be cat the tyrone power the mark of zoro yeah he says that, that he loved that and mm-hmm. he's influenced and you know guys we all know how tarantino's when he's geeked about something he goes mm-hmm. all in so um yeah he goes all in uh we get that story uh with schultz there's a uh, shock i didn't expect to see you me know, neither that was, that was that was a really big
1: bonus i would even say for you hardcore tarantino fans if you're not a comic fan I would say get that just for that story. It's a super
0: cool little flashback. Absolutely, man. So very cool. And again, like I said, you know, you're following up with the, the whole Django story mm-hmm. too. And uh, you get another iconic moment a little bit later yeah. on. Uh, you know, uh, you kind of have this uh, narrator, which you kind of get the impression is giving you that, you know, Don Diego's inner thoughts. And he just says mm-hmm. he sees so much in Django. He sees uh, perhaps an air that he never had. Yeah. Um, and he sees, you know, a um, a guy that you know wants to stand up and fight for things, mm-hmm. even though throughout Django says he's in it for money and it's yeah. not about it. his yeah. but we know that Django fucking it hates getting, slavery. Yeah, it you starts know, getting personal too. Yeah. And so uh, you know, at the at this point we've almost got that Django has uncovered, you know, who Don Diego is and that mm-hmm. he's Zoro. Yeah. Oh, you were the guy there at the camp that night. Yeah. Like, you know, you, you never needed me. What's going on here? And then he's like, No, you remember like these people are oppressed, and yeah. we're gonna change that. And um, you know he tells Django you know I know that you're no swordsman or whatever but but you know Zorro doesn't really use a gun even though Django's like hey I'm, this is what I'm really handy yeah, with
1: that's his yeah his sword yeah but he yeah. does tell him
0: and, and is this another hallmark of Zorro in the classic movies he tells him how are you with the whip because we know that this is like oh yes a the whip victory. is uh no the whip is a big
1: arsenal for zorro okay and huge yeah and uh yeah as soon as she asks Django that you know you get the you know the flashback of when he's whipping um uh, what, what's those assholes' names?
0: God, the whatever brothers, the brittle, uh, brothers, the brittle I brothers, brothers, I believe. Yeah.
1: yeah, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I know how to use a whip."
0: Yeah, <laughs> and they proceed to both kind of whip these candles, like you know, they whip the, the the flame right off yeah. the damn wick, which is you know pretty cool. And so, uh, you know, at that point, he's like, "Okay, we'll go ahead and use this," and then you go right into the next epic end of that issue where. Yeah. You get uh you pretty much see Django in the full Zoro yeah which is kind of cool yeah you know, and like, he does tell him he's like I'm not wearing a mask my people don't <laughs> care kindly <laughs> for people with masks but, yeah. it's kind of, but you know Zoro tells it yeah. you know uh, Zoro Don Diego tells it you know there's a reason why you know Zoro wears a mask you know what I mean it's because yeah. it's like He's a symbol. It's and, a symbol, and yes. anybody can be that. That's what I love. You know, we, we kind of mentioned Miles Morales twice today, or whatever. But that was the main theme of Into of the Spider Verse. Anyone can wear the mask, mm-hmm. and um, that's 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 huge. That's that's yeah. what Don Diego is saying. Is I yeah. about. I get where you're coming from, yes. but this is why because then Zoro's forever. Yes. Fighting for the people. Yeah. And it puts fear
1: into those, Mm -hmm. you know, that are trying to oppress people. Like I said, there's that scene where everyone's freaking out because they're like, oh, shit, Zorro's back. Yeah. You know, so right away, they're already on their
0: guard. Now now tell yeah. me something, uh, Adam. In in this, I notice even on this cover here that we're looking at and on the original cover, they they do Zoro in kind of this a different mask. we're used to seeing Zoro with the, the eyes covered, but the mouth is still revealed like a Batman, like mm-hmm. we said. But here they almost show it like dangling down like a yeah, Batman. Yeah, because uh there's a lot of uh
1: instances where he does wear it like that too Okay. As well Very, i was wondering if that played back to mm-hmm. the old movies because it looks really cool yeah that movie, actually when you you know when you see uh the mark of zorro you'll see he kind of
0: wears it at one point like that too. a little bit down, yeah. over, down yeah. covering the chin which yeah. also kind of to me adds you know that spider-man element where mm-hmm. it's like you know Anyone could be underneath there. Anybody. You're under there. It yes. could be a girl under there. Yes. It could be a guy, black, white, Mexican. doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, so that's what makes it really awesome, too. So when Jamie's wearing it, Jamie, I'm saying Jamie Fox because it makes things like <laughs> Django's You know, Django's yeah. wearing it. He's got, you know, he's got a cover or whatever. He looks cool. He's still got his gun on the side yes. or whatever. But yeah. then he gets on, you know, Tornado and he goes on to, you know, help out. You know what I mean? They do this run at, at the Archduke here. Yeah, because, I mean, obviously it,
1: it's great that he's using a sword, but we're already into modern – kind of more modern weapon yeah. so obviously you for Django, he's probably like no i need this guy
0: yeah absolutely you know that's so, in his handiest way. you know what i mean so so continue Sam. but no no he just uh makes good use of that i mean when we're right now we're nearing the end yeah of of the story uh we're pretty much you know um quint has gone the archduke is pissed he's got this zorro guy running around yeah. he he wants to know there's some money know yes so Diego is bragging about that he has cases of gold right
1: um which uh happens to turn out to be bullshit uh (laughs) yeah they look into the crates it's nothing but like rocks or some bullshit like that coal Mm -hmm. or something um the next part was one I was kind of pissed about so the next part they go and take uh interrogate Bernardo Mm. um you know, obviously he doesn't talk, yeah. so he's not giving up their way and right. they kill the character. I was <sighs> devastated. I yeah. was like, Oh wow. I was like, damn, they you know, he's Bonaro's a big part of Zorro. So I was like, Wow, Tarantino killed him off. I was
0: like, son of a bitch. I, I mean, was, if you're gonna have a guy do it, I guess it's good that it's QT, but I mean, yeah, you know, I was like, golly. I was like He shit. always kills characters you I love, know. right? Yeah, so I was like <laughs> shit but yeah. but we do have we are dealing with an, an age don diego here and, and yes. you know what i i think that there he alludes to like man could Django possibly be this heir you know what i mean like you know but um you know, so you almost get a feeling that he wants to pass mm-hmm. the the, mm-hmm. the torch. You know what I mean? But, yeah, of course, I didn't know the importance of Bernardo. Yeah, so, like, me. man, I was, like, heartbroken. I was <laughs> devastated. So then the next scene, you know, obviously now they're like, okay, you
1: know, you may be a Don Diego de la Vega, but you're full of shit. You're right. not here for, you know, what we're planning. Mm-hmm. And so they try to arrest Zorro. I um, believe Django comes, helps him out. And then that's when they really start, okay, let's –
0: Let's finish this dude off, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And and we do get to see a kind of an uprising from the people. Yes, they do. Yeah, um, There's like two other guys. There are two other kind of rich mm-hmm. guys. I think the one of them is a, is a Texan, like a rich Texan. Yes, or whatever. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they're just kind of pretty much like, what the hell is going on here? Whatever. And Don Diego has managed to like kind of get find out the truth about uh, the Archduke yes. and all his bullshit yeah. or whatever, his yeah. bullshit claim and all that. And so, you know, that comes to light. And, uh, I mean, pretty much, you know what I'm saying, guys? It's like, you're going to get your, you know, your classic good tramping over evil. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just done in, in, you know, Tarantino fashion. That's yeah, so Yeah, awesome. that
1: Western swashbuckler way, you know, they're both, um, Diego's fucking him up with the sword, Django's fucking him up with the gun, right? you know, and, you know, so the dude's like, the Archduke's running away. Yeah. Um. He goes into his room where he proceeds to see his son fucking his wife. You <laughs> right. know, well, they've always
0: been in love. You know, yeah, they've so. always
1: been in love,
0: and and then you, know, you get a very Tarantino type moment right there too. Right? Yeah, so like the <laughs> son, you know, he just had sex, so he's like, you know,
1: she was supposed to be mine, blah blah blah, <laughs> and dad uh, kills him. Yep, yeah, he just kills and his
0: own kid.
1: You're like, and he's like, you know, I would, you know, I would have gave her to you when I was done. You know, yeah, I gave her to you. you know, Classic asshole. Yeah, to yeah, the very uh, end. And uh, after that, that's the shocking part comes out that the the wife uh, ends up shooting the Archduke right. right in the head. Yeah. And she comes out of the house saying, you know, like, everyone, please stop. Um, you know, I'm not who my husband said we are. You know, we're not this. Yeah. We don't own any of this. We're not this. We don't own shit. Right. You right. know, and she just gives up the, the she gives up right because there. that's not what she wanted. That's mm-hmm. not ever what she wanted. And
0: she pretty much was this guy's like pawn the entire time. Yeah, this
1: poor girl. And so, you know, the um, Yeah,
0: you, you get, know, uh
1: um at that time too, they they you know, they kill they get rid of it, you know, that Archduke's main guy, his torture guy too. So. Yeah,
0: something Charlie or whatever. He's like a, a Native American Yeah, he's a Native
1: American too that but he's you know, become
0: uh yeah, I mean I think uh Jango even tells him at one point, he's like, "We have a word for yeah, people yeah, that yeah. Uh, turn against their own people." Where mm. I come from, whatever. And He proceeds to tell him what that what that word is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we'll leave that for you to read yeah. yourself. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, just a, a fantastic story. Um, It even does have a little closing right at the end where uh, I think Django pretty much recants that he would never run across Don Mm -hmm. Diego again. No, he does He goes, that would be the only time
1: they would ever cross paths. But that he he always remembers. remembers
0: And uh, something that's really cool in in the uh, Quentin Tarantino intro is that he says, uh, you know, in this world, I guess Dynamite, where that did Zorro, Mm. the Zorro comic book. He exists in the same world as the Lone Ranger. Yes. where he says that they crossed over, or mm-hmm. whatever. I, I've seen those books, but I've not yeah. read those books. Mm-hmm. But um, he says so. He loves that now. Django exists in the same world as, as the Lone Ranger and uh, Tonto. Zorro. Yeah, yeah and he's, Tonto he's, too. He says he would. would there would be yeah. a, a Django Tonto story. Tonto. Yeah. Uh, very interesting stuff. But what a cool little sequel here,
1: I think. Um, it is good. It's very good. It, it gives a different side of Django that you don't get to see. Uh, in the movie, where he's actually kind of like uh, helping Zora, he's fighting for the oppressed. Yeah. Where in the movie, it kind of shows where he just he's bounty hunting and he's looking for his wife. Right. But here, he has a cause. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's finding that he kind of likes that cause as well. You know, helping the other people Absolutely. because obviously he saw there was other people that get put into slavery. Yeah. Um, so it really opened his eyes to a whole new world, and he met another man that inspired him too, in uh, Don Diego.
0: Uh, yeah, I yeah. feel like maybe Django thought that there was, you know, Dr. King Schultz was the one of a kind, and there really mm-hmm. wasn't many people like that or any people like that. Yeah. You know, he didn't yeah. just really a bunch of assholes or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I love that moment with the Archduke and how he dies and the son dies, who so, like yeah. they both really don't care yeah. for, and then it's the wife that does him. in. you know, Tarantino, that's a I feel like a hallmark. It's not always the main hero that mm-hmm. gets the bad guy like you think. You know what I mean? Shit, you know, it's Schultz that gets, you know, Calvin yeah. and, and Django yeah. and which is still really perfect in my yeah. opinion. I just love yeah. that so much where he's like, he's loses his own life over it. Um, you know what I mean? But just an awesome moment in uh, in Django Unchained and then uh, a mirrored moment here in, mm-hmm. in Django Zorro. Uh, I believe Tarantino's only sequel, he said he never, there's no other sequel to any uh, of this stuff. Um, so you got to get it in comic book form, guys. Yeah. You um, what I really love though is like
1: he expanded the character Django mm-hmm. and he actually wrote Zorro really well. I was kind of worried about that, mm-hmm. but he wrote him really well, both as Zorro and as diego de la vega yeah um he wrote that extremely well maybe it was because of antonio banderas who knows um but me and CN were like, man, wouldn't it be cool Like if you came on board like as a producer, writer, and you got Jamie Foxx as Django again, but you got Antonio Banderas oh. coming in, playing the age. Because in Legend of Zorro, you know, in Mask of Zorro, his name is Alejandro Murrieta. Yeah, that's right. Okay, well, in the Legend of Zorro, he changes it to Alejandro De La Vega. Oh, how So, nice. man, that'd be cool, you know, because you still have De La Vega. You Very know, cool. And, I mean, um, Antonio is probably right around the age that Diego is in, in this book, maybe. Yeah. Um, he's still great, too. He can still move. Antonio Banderas, he's great. So, man, it would be an awesome pairing to see Uh, Jamie Foxx's Django and Antonio is Zorro. That would be really cool. I, I would love for, if that movie would ever be made. Oh, and, man, absolutely. And if they got those two and if Tarantino wrote, wrote the script. You got to get know,
0: Tarantino to write the script. Not yeah. direct, because
1: we know he's always – Yeah, like, he's like always 10. saying he has his, his – 10 movies and he's done. So, I mean, if they yeah. can just get him as a producer writer, that, I mean, that would be super awesome. And I think they would do more justice to this sequel, um, than what he did already. I, Absolutely. which I think is fantastic. Yeah. Um, again, uh, the writing is great. Matt Wagner does a great job of drawing Zorro and Django, uh, vertical dynamite did a great job on this sequel. So I was very happy and I highly recommend Mm -hmm. any of you, if you're a fan of Tarantino, if you're a fan of Django, if you're a fan of Zorro, if you hate oppression, if you hate slavery, if you hate injustice, this is a great series. This is a great trade paper seven issue series. Um, Highly recommend it. It has a message uh, for everything. Uh, Yeah. Just get it. I mean, it's, it's an awesome movie slash comic book. So,
0: and this came out in 2015. 2015. So, three years after Django, uh, Unchained came out. And again, like, you know, Adam Antim Adams said here, it's like, you know, people that love Django, people that love Zoro, here's two guys that Mm -hmm. fight against oppression. They fight against people that are, you know, committing injustices and treating people wrong, which is, you know, truly the hallmark of the times. You know what I mean? You know, the kind of heroes we need right now. We wish uh, we had. We wish we had right now. These are the guys. great read i loved it i love mm. tarantino i was always a fan of the antonio banderas uh zorro stuff mm-hmm. anthony hopkins um uh captain zeta jones i love those two movies mm-hmm. uh, never really watching the old stuff looking forward to finishing um the mark of zorro. zorro now and, and getting some other stuff with you but guys yeah uh, just like adam adam said great great book guys mm-hmm. pick this one up we love a chance to sit down talk comic books um i finished uh, double a finished it then i finished it you know we both bought it Uh, i bought it first he bought it second but you know what i mean like you know like i said he lapped me in in reading it and then we just couldn't wait we said man we got to chop it up because something we both just read i mean a lot of times we talk stuff that we you know we read years ago or we read before had to refresh our memories but um no this one is a a new read for both of us and and we just love it highly recommended dynamite vertigo uh the official sequel to django Unchained, Django Zorro. Uh, written by Quentin Tarantino, drawn by Matt Wagner. Um, Great covers Mm -hmm. by by multiple people. Uh, Great introduction in there, guys. Please um, Amazon it. That's what we did. And uh, there it is for you guys. Check it out. Um, Anything else? Double A, closing thoughts? Uh, Again, just get it. uh, If you're a fan of Zorro, Django. And like I
1: said, uh, it has a lot of good messages that just – still um applies even today so check it out guys tarantino does a great job he kind of stays away i guess from what people say his races you know dialogue and shit like that this he he actually does really well uh writing this like he he makes you really believe in these two characters so yeah um get it check it out like i said it's it's fun Uh, we'll be posting uh our favorite uh covers uh some pages um some dialogue. Yeah, we'll be posting gonna... this all week. So, uh yeah. check it out and hopefully that will help you uh, like you said just get it uh, maybe stop over to Trader's Village at Authority Comics.
0: Absolutely. Uh, if Mario does not have it, yeah, if Mario Delgado does not have it, he will get it for you guys. Trust yeah. me, believe me, he's got me plenty if, of if stuff. If you want more information than what we gave you, Mario is the guy to talk to. you. So, yeah. again, check it out. Let me give you that again. It's Authority Comics, uh, but you can reach Mario at spr M-A-R-I-O-7-2 at gmail.com uh, And again, guys, he specializes in high-grade comic books, but... Uh, he but he has of knowledge there. of just about everything just comics. About everything. Yeah, for sure. He's a, he's definitely our go-to guy. Um, we, we love him over there at Trader's Village. Um, but um, yeah, that's really it on Django Zorro, guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, we loved reading it. We loved talking to you guys about it. And uh, as we go out, we want to just remind you, as always, guys, when it comes to um your hopes your dreams aspirations things you want to accomplish in life guys you know when you have opportunities make sure that you seize the day and in order to get there where you're going make sure you do whatever it takes